Good morning, fantasy football. I'm your host, Robert Imes, and I am the Keeper King in the studio, as always, Jay Gooney. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, man. It's combine weekend. A lot of, like, news is coming out about players and, you know, whether they're staying with the team or not. It's getting exciting. Yeah, stuff's starting to trinkle out a little bit. I mean... A little got, bit? Come on. Well, we still got Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, man. There should be some some big stuff happening. Or, yeah, and then you... I mean, they uh, franchise tag. That's... The deadline's coming up, what, March 9th? I thought 18th. it was 18th. I thought it was the 9th. Man, Somewhere in there, it's, it's, it's getting a, it's close. Coming. So a lot of teams are going to have to really start deciding on, you know, whether they're keeping somebody or not. Because that's they have to sign somebody by then, correct? Or or is no, it just no, the franchise tag? That's No, that's when, yeah, when they... Well, I think free agency... I know, I'm pretty sure the free agency market, these teams have to have people signed by the 18th. And then it opens up. And then it's like, okay, if they don't sign by the 18th, then it's... Whoever that you know pays the most is going to get them. Right, right. Then there's been some news of some players coming out. Uh, well, I heard uh, there's reports of Pace uh, talking about Mitchell Trubisky as being their starter. Um, they still believe in him, um, and then also they obviously still believe in David Montgomery, and they think he's going to step up this next year. And, you know, David Montgomery and Mitchell Trubisky, they're kind of on my buy hold list. I'm not too interested in selling these guys. There's a little bit too much, you know, their needles are pointing in the right direction for me to not want to be interested. Um, I know Mitchell Trubisky's dropped out. Uh, somebody dropped him in one of my leagues. Middle of the season, I picked him up, you know, not really needing him. And then, you know, so it's kind of ex- good news to hear that they're still interested, you know. And he showed that he can do it. Um, yeah, he, he he improved there towards the end. I mean, beginning season he was doing awful. But what I think is ha- what happened was Matt Nagy got a little too excited in that offense. I mean, because what they made it to the playoffs, didn't they? And they or the wild call wild card no. round last year. Yeah, last year. And, and then they and then they got kicked out after that. But I mean, they still they were starting to click. And I think they just kind of got off track this this season, and then I think they're gonna dial it back and re get into what they know. Um, and the Bears, I think, are got some some dark sleepers in there. They're gonna kind of boom. Yeah, I'm hoping that you know the Bears. I think. Well, first of all, Nagy's just he to me it just seemed like he was always trying to do something instead of just pump get Montgomery, line him up, pound the rock. You know, instead he's doing these trick plays and motion plays and you know doing all this fancy stuff and it was just like dude just exactly yeah that, and that's what i mean i feel like we're just doing too much get back into the basics of pounding the rock and and i think things are going to open up more um yeah and then you got joe burrow news coming out that he's not going to be uh throwing in the combine or doing any of the drills but you got tua saying that he's going to be having his own uh pro day and he'll be throwing there so It'll be kind of, I don't know. I think it's just kind of weird that, um, you know, you got a quarterback who everybody's so high on. And then, you know, just recently he was really debating. And I don't know if it's like true or not, but he had tweeted out that he's like, uh, I'm not sure if I'm really going to be getting into the NFL because people were talking about his hand size and, you know, all this other um, stuff. Yeah. You know, think about it is I think hand size is. I mean, it is kind of a big deal, but then not much—that not that much of a big deal because 
Patrick Mahomes like tweeted out that hey, my hands are only like nine and a half, so or nine nine and whatever, nine and a half inches or whatever. So his hands are just a hair bigger than Burroughs. So I, I think I don't think I take any stock in any of that. I mean, he's gonna. I mean, was he gonna say, oh, the team's gonna be like, hey, we're gonna give you. You know, $100 million, come play for me. You think he's going to be like, nah, because my hands are too small. Well, no, and, they, <laughs> and he even he even said that he'll play. I mean, like, no matter if he, when he gets drafted, he said he'll play for whoever takes him. But my thought process is, you know, is this going to affect who's going to be the first quarterback to come off the board uh, when it comes to the draft? You yeah. know, everybody's high on Burrow, but Tua could come out and show, hey, look, I'm good, you guys. Like, yeah. What what well, happened wasn't a big problem. Well, a lot of a lot of the stuff, you know, the combine, a lot of talk. I mean, he had yeah, Tua saying he wants to play for the Dallas Cowboys. So I mean, who uh, you know, these guys can say everything they want. It just whoever whatever happens happens, you know. And I know the Detroit Lions are trying to trade down. They want to give up their their draft their trade. They got the third pick, so um, so somebody they're, they're offering up their pick. So who sees who might move into that spot to. So if they move down, then that means that they're obviously staying. They're interested in staying with Stafford. So Stafford, would that be a good buy right now? Or well, Stafford had a, was having a, a good season until he, you know, got hurt. Um, right now, the the Lions are kind of in a win now mode because mm-hmm. they were basically told Patricia was told, you know, you got this season. We're gonna let you stay one more season. Um, get it together. So for him to, you know, go get a whole new quarterback. It's it's not it's not what it's they not want. It's not a smart they, move. Yeah, they they don't want to get if you have to get another quarterback, uh, a rookie or whatever, and then that means just he's he knows he's done. He needs to stick with Stafford and give Stafford another year. And if then if he gets flushed, they all get flushed, and you know Stafford's going to be a free agent next year. So, so if they move, so if the Lions move down, they could get themselves another obviously another first round pick, and then yeah. I mean could they? You think they could draft a running back? I mean, Carryon Johnson has been kind of injury riddled. But I mean, we talked about him before. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, then, but I, I of, but, well, I'm just saying I don't. I, I'm not sure um, about that running back position, and you know, because like I say, he's been injured. Um, which you know, if you think about it, before him was that Ab- Abdullah was uh, was supposed to be the man, and you know, he he totally stunk it up, and then. You have Kieran Johnson come in, has been hurt, and then it's, it's tough to, it's really tough to say to, who, who to grab because it's such a carousel going on right now. Um, right. You kind of got to stick with with who's been, who's, who's solid out there. Right. And right now it's been kind of quiet. No, in, in Dynasty Leagues, it's been not a whole lot of, there's movement, but I mean, it's been. Well, pretty... Hayden Hurst uh, getting some attention from the Patriots and Jaguars, um, potentially getting traded to. At least, you know, some noise coming out that people are interested in Hayden Hurst. He'd be a good guy to pick up if he's out in the waiver wire. I mean, I wouldn't go trading for him and being crazy with it, but if he's out there on waiver and you only got one tight end or you're yeah. in a tight end um, premium league, great guy to pick up. I mean, two I, good I spots. I can't see them trading anybody. Nobody's going to help New England. Nobody will trade to them. I really don't. I mean, unless he gets put off into free agency or something i don't i can't see anybody moving anybody to new england you don't think the ravens would trade hayden hurst for like a first or second round pick oh i don't you know i mean look at this put it this way the giants had an opportunity not that i mean sorry not the Giants, but the 
the Steelers had an opportunity to trade Antonio Brown to the Patriots, and they were like, no, not happening. They right. they would they would not trade. I mean, so you know the Ravens. I, I know the Ravens don't like New England either. I can't see them saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do that." Just like Odell Beckham, they wanted Odell Beckham over there in New England, and they were like, they're like, "Oh no way, man, we're not trading Odell Beckham to, to you guys." So, I, yeah, I, just a lot of. What was that? No, oh, I, I was letting you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's just a lot of, you know, we're starting to get that talk, uh, you know, with these players coming out. And it's, like you said, things are starting to trickle out. The water is just only about to rip open. <laughs> oh, yeah, here, next week is when it's going to be, right after Combine, it's going to be rumors galore. But, you know, and nobody knows what's really going to happen or what's really going on. Um, we all kind of have our positions that we're looking to, to fill and fix and to get better at. Um, so, I mean, anybody that's trying to improve their dynasty team, I mean, everybody kind of has an idea of what they want, just don't know how to get it. So hopefully we right. can, we can get that straightened out with everybody. Yeah, that's exactly what we're here for. Get you guys those championships, get that rain going, keep being the king of your league. That's what we're all about. Keep yeah. the kings. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, uh, we're talking about defenses and kickers today. We're, yeah. we're saying we're gonna get some. We're gonna get defensive. Start throwing some yeah. kicks, right? And defensive players, <laughs> yeah. And defensive, defensive players. Defensive player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you wanna? Where you wanna go first? Well, we'll kind of just go uh, in an order of. Uh, we'll start with. We'll start with kickers. Um, okay. We'll, we'll get that out of the way. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I want to go over the top ten um, season ADP where these guys were getting drafted, where everybody thought they were, and then I can kind of. And then we can just go from who's been the most consistent for us this season. Um, Justin Tucker came in. Uh, everybody's drafting him first. Greg Zerline. Then you had uh, Fairban from the Texans. Then you got Gakowski from New England. Elliott from Philadelphia. Buckner from the Chiefs. Lutz was a favorite um, for the Saints. Robbie Gold from the 49ers. And Adam Van Terry from the Colts. But that's not really <laughs> right. how it really turned out. Yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely a shakeup. And you know, a lot of people don't give a lot of stock for kickers because usually, if you don't have one, if you don't have the top, even like top three, it's almost kind of like, eh, you know, who, whoever week. Because there's was time. I remember times where I was just juggling kickers. Like every week, I was changing kicker. I was just looking at matchups and. You know what opportunities that they're going to have to kick it more than rather than be able to score touchdowns. So it was, it was pretty tricky. And I've never had like a solid kicker. I'll be honest. I've never had a guy that I was able to stick with every year. So I've I've had probably, I mean, just in the past few years, I think past three years, I've probably gone through probably six, seven kickers. Um, really? Which I feel I'm hoping I finally got one I can hold on to for a moment. Because I wasn't like you, you know, or anybody that's got, you know, a kicker that you can just not worry about. Um, well, let me let me let you in on a little secret ah, for that? for all for all the for all our uh, our listeners. The key to getting a kicker is you don't want obviously you don't want a sucky team because they're you know or an offense that's not very productive because they're not going to get you into field goal range. You want that kind of middle 
to like really kind of close to the top tier teams is where you're really going to get your meat and potatoes because you want the teams that are not going to score the touchdowns or they're going to score a lot of touchdowns. That's where that's where you find the sweet spot of finding your kickers. That's why you got like uh, Will Lutz with the Saints, Buckner, Chiefs, they're very productive. Um, Tucker, I mean, with the Ravens. That you know, most of the time, either they're running the ball and getting stopped, and he's kicking, you know, forty-five field, you know, forty, yeah. no, forty-five yard field goal. That's yeah. that's that's the well, key. Yeah, and there were surprise. Right there. there were some surprising kickers this year, like that. Oh uh, yeah, the kicker for Kansas City that that was surprising. I mean, whoever was able to grab on him, Matt Gay from the Buccaneers. Yeah. I mean, he was just drafted this off, or you know, this last uh, draft. Who would have thought that? Yep. And then for me, I was luckily I picked up Gonzalez um, from uh, Arizona. That was that was nice. I mean, he did he he filled in because I did start out with uh, I did have that fair Fairbane right from uh, mm-hmm. Houston, and he he struggled at the beginning there, and I was just like, man, I don't got I don't got time for this guy. And so, because I mean, at the beginning of the season, he did not do great, but he ended he ended decently. Um, but so I moved on from him and that's when I went to Gonzalez. So I had Gonzalez there and, uh, I'm going to try to stick with him, which it depends. Cause you know how it goes, man. We gotta, you know, keep our players, do our drops and, you know, he might get dropped and have to repick him up depending on how things shake down. So, right. Uh, and I've, I've kind of noticed over the past couple of seasons that the best way I mean, not every league. A lot of people hate on kickers, and not everybody who's listening to this is going to be like, yeah, go kickers. <laughs> but the the bigger thing that I found, like, the easiest way is the first three weeks, three or four weeks, if you can drop a, drop a kicker or pick them up without having to, you know, pay anything for them, that's about the time where you kind of get an idea of where these teams are uh-huh. um, for the season. And you can quickly grab those guys – and majority of the time, you know, they pan out and you kind of get those quick sleeper kickers that nobody thought about, well, you know. So, how about, let me ask you this. How, how, is, how do you feel about kickers and overall in fantasy? Well, there's been probably two to four times where I've actually won because of a kicker where I was down. I'm like, all right, there's no way, you know. You know, I'm ahead by 10 and the other person's got, you know, whatever. I I don't know. I mean, kickers, they're an extra person. They're on the field just like everybody else is. Um, But I don't, I can see where it could be frustrating to lose because of a kicker. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've I've noticed that a lot of people, I'm going to see a majority, at least, I would say 80%, maybe even a little higher. Just if they had a choice, they wouldn't have any kickers in the, in there at all. And it, I know a lot of people are like, ah, you know, why do we have kickers? And it just seems like it's just tradition to have kickers. And like, in my opinion, it's the little things that make your team great. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll be honest. If you have a great kicker, I mean, you're, you're going to win some games because of your kicker. And that's and how real NFL teams are in general. Yeah, and, it, I mean, and it's like that with fantasy. I'm telling you, I think if people put a little bit more stock into a kicker, there's there's a chance they're going to maybe win a game or two extra 
because of, of a kicker. And I'm not saying go trade your draft picks and trade all this stuff to go get a great kicker. But, you know, you got to be on that hunt, be on that look. Because, I mean, like with me, with Gonzalez, I'm, I'm going to really try to keep a hold of him because he did fairly well. And uh, and so I might have to make some, some tough decisions and uh, and cut somebody I don't want to cut to keep Gonzalez. And that, that might how it shakes down so I would I would tell people I mean honestly it's like a, a trade of the secret it's a secret trade here man just you find that kicker man and and and, and hold on to him and, and I that's I where I found you. that's where I found most of all my kickers at the beginning of the season first three four weeks I'm looking to see and who's got the better average each week and I just grab <laughs> I literally just grab the guy and like I said, normally it pans out, or you got to find that team that's in the middle of production. I mean, there's I got a couple sleeper kickers that I'm pretty interested in, um, but I feel like you can get pretty late that yeah. will do just fine. Um, well, for sure. So if anybody, I mean, if you look at what's out there, like even in our league right now, um, I was looking to see who's like available, and not in the top ten. Out of the top ten, a lot. Yeah, we we are we are in this league. There's there's ten teams, and to be honest with you, there's out of the top ten kickers, five of them are free agents right now. Out of our top ten, so that that tells me that 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 tells you the stock people have in kickers. That out of the top ten fantasy kickers right now, from last year, five of them are free agents right now. And I looked. There's ten. There's 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 ten uh, kickers that have been taken. That you know they are carrying these other kickers, and they're not going after these other guys that are sitting there. So I'm thinking, in most leagues, there's going to be a couple top ten kickers sitting out there. So it might not be a bad idea to you know check out the stats, see who's available, and maybe pick them up. And you know maybe you might take a hit. After the draft, to hold on to them, but I mean, heck, man, if they're in the top ten, why would you? Why would you not? And if you're looking at the stats, I mean, you can look at you know how many extra points are made. I look at their field goal percentage, um, and then kind of how many times they're you know really kicking. That kind of gives you another idea of kind of where that team sits and how often that player is getting on the field. But just kind of looking, you said there's like five people. Five that I can mention right here is Josh Lambeau with the Jags. He's out there. Matt Prater, Dan Bailey, um, McManus, Chris Boswell. You know, just a couple yeah. of them. And, and then um, even even Zerline and Sly <clears throat> are, are free agents out there studying right now. Yeah. I mean, kickers, I like kickers. I think they're just they're the extra piece of that offense um, that can win you those games. And this is no diss to Adam Vinatieri, who is the kicking goat. But this season, there's a couple games where the Colts should have won. But for some reason, the goat was not on the top of the hill at that yeah. time. I think, and, I think and we age, lost age, him. Age just finally caught him. And, and so, just like that, the Colts had, were having a decent season with Jacoby Brissett. And, I, you know, you got one leader that went out um, with Andrew Luck retiring. And, and then you got one guy who's not doing his job. It's like, oh, you know. But yeah. that that's a completely different story. We're not talking about the right. Colts. But, yeah. but you know. and overall, everybody just uh, um, 
you, you got to put some stock in your kicker. You have to. I mean, you, you obviously you can win without having a great kicker. Obviously, you can do all those things, but it, why not have take advantage of the tools that are in front of you to make your team better? So right. maybe that extra win is what's going to put you over the top. Um, and it came from a kicker. So, you know, you have an opportunity because I know a lot of people just drop their kickers to hold on to guys before the draft or whatever reasons, whatever their drops are or however it works out. Um, you know what? Just stick with, a, you know, maybe one just, just this one time, man. If you find that kicker, man, stick with him. Um, but, hey, let's move on. Let's go on to the next. Yeah, I was going to say, that's enough about kickers. Let's go yeah. on to defenses. Yeah, kickers. Um, kicker. Everybody everybody uses defenses, and defenses this year really took a, a big swap around. Um, let me just name off the top five drafted defenses. Um, Chicago Bears, number one. Rams, number two. Browns. Everybody was drafting them number three. Four was the Jags. Five was the Chargers, and then you had the Patriots at six. Uh, I gave you a couple crazy ones. The Ravens at ten, the Steelers at thirteen, um, and the Bills. Uh, people were drafting them at sixteen. Uh, Titans at twenty-three. The 49ers. 49ers were drafted twenty-seventh. Oh yeah, they off fell. the board. Buccaneers thirty-first off the board. Now, where did some of these guys finish? We all kind of know. Yeah, it's, Patriots it, number one, Steelers which, two. <laughs> well, you, I want you, I want you to check this out. The New England Patriots in our dynasty league, um, from scoring wise, from what they did last year to what they did this year was was ridiculous. I mean, they almost tripled. They they almost tripled in scoring of what they did the previous year. I mean, that's how much that defense just went nuts this year. And in, in fantasy, because in our in our fantasy league, uh, I, everybody's scoring is different. But I just want to say, I mean, this is their this was their weekly scoring. First week, week ten was I mean, week one was ten points. Week two was forty seven points. Week three, twenty one. Week four, twenty five. Week uh, six, twenty seven. Week seven, twenty nine. Week eight, twenty seven. And then after that, they finally went back to kind of being I mean, not normal, but they were still doing great. But man. That's just insane. That was well, insane. Well, could could you? A lot of people were gonna would say that that was just because they had such a soft beginning of a season, and then after their bye or week nine, they hit the Ravens for the first time, and then after that, it was kind of mediocre. And and, and you know what though, when it comes to defenses, you got to play it. You got to play it like that. You got to right. go by matchups. So guys, or and and ladies, if uh, you know you're out there looking at. You know, defenses. Check the schedule and see who's playing who, and then do the matchups, man. And you can play that carousel game with them. You know, putting in teams that going by matchup. And I, I've done that with defenses. I'm not gonna lie. If I've I've done the matchup game, and sometimes I come out on top, and sometimes I don't. But it's defenses are so difficult to really because, like you said, the 49ers were not getting drafted. I mean, they well, they were getting drafted towards the, the better end of, of the draft year. And uh, who knows, like, what's going to happen next year with these defenses? Is New England going to still be on top? Is the Pittsburgh Steelers going to be be all that? And, and me, I got a sleeper defense that I I I've, I'm hesitant to 
to say because I just want I want to take them. But um, well, we'll get to that team in a sec. But I'm just saying <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is that uh, the the most common defenses I've been holding on strong is like yeah the Steelers, the Ravens, the Bills, Patriots. The, the past Vikings. five seasons have been yep. top ten. Yep, Saints. And, and here's one that always kind of throws off is the Chiefs. That Chiefs defense, it's either for me, it's like a feast or famine, man. Either they're doing great or they're just sucking. Uh, and this year they they did better. They got a new defensive coordinator there. It was Begnola, and he's and he's and he's brought that defense a long way with D Ford. Um, what what if what if I told you that the Chiefs in the same amount of time uh, from 2019 to 2015 season? They have had a top 10 season except for 2017, which they ranked 12. Otherwise, they've ranked six or first or second. Yeah. I, I, so I, well, that'd I be used, a great sleeper defense right there. Yeah. Well, for the Chiefs, where my my defense, I carried the Chiefs for probably four straight years. Um, and this year was the first year that I, I kind of I, I let them go because they were, they, they were struggling there. And I just couldn't. Uh, it was this year or last year. No, it was it was I was pretty sure this year because um they just they were dropping zeros on me, you know, and it was like, okay, I gotta uh, you know, they, they lost me some games and it was like, man, I, I needed them to score like ten points at least. I couldn't get that out of them, so um and I moved Actually, on. Actually Go ahead. Oh no, I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes you got you gotta play this, but a sleeper defense I, I want to talk about is the Buccaneers, dude. That is a sleeper defense. Um, not nobody's talking about them, but you got to understand their defensive coordinator. If anybody remembers him, he was the defensive corner for, for the Cardinals when the Cardinals had that that bad that badass defense when they uh, went off, you know, ran the tables with Bruce Arians as their head coach. You remember this? Mm-hmm. And what now? Bruce Arians is the head coach where? Tampa. Who's the defensive coordinator? Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Same guy. Great. That defense. And that defense did well. They they're, they're, they were coming along. Um, and their run game was, was pretty solid. Yeah. It was more of their um, their secondary that was having the issues. But that second half, they were really coming on Oh, strong. yeah. I mean, that team had done had, – had come a long way. I mean – from, from where they were. Because, I mean, think about this. Last year, they had over 47 sacks. Mm-hmm. Team, you know, and, and and that that in itself is is, is, is great. How and, about how about this? The Buccaneers have had a forced fumble every single game this season. Yeah. They and have, a fumble, recover, fumble recovery except for two games where they did not have one. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, man. Right. Well, even if you count it up, let's say they, what, they had 16, right? Um. They had 16 uh, fumble recoveries from uh, mm-hmm. this year, so that, that's technically won a game, no matter what, won a game. So, and then over 20, 20 plus forced fumbles. So, and even interceptions. Six touchdowns. Yeah, they they've amassed like 12 interceptions. So, I mean that that defense is it, it's it's changing. And think fantasy point wise from last year. I mean, they've they've really come a long way. I mean, <laughs> from '98 to 223. <laughs> yeah. So that tells you, man. Todd Bowles is a great defensive coordinator, and uh, and they can only get better. Yeah. So 
if you're looking for a defense because you just you just never got a good defense, I I'm telling you, sleeper is the Bucks. If the Chiefs are out there, nab them also. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I made a I had made a trade for the Steelers this last uh, season, making that push because I had I had two defenses and I was doing that thing where I was kind of juggling and I was like looking at you know the last you know weeks you know 15 and 16 I'm like man you know I'm trying to set myself up and I went after the Steelers before um, they really started getting hot uh, I think it was right after week I think it was week eight that I traded for them they were doing pretty good and then they really exploded oh yeah they, um, that was a good pickup I mean even though everybody made fun of you about it but, uh, dude, it was sometimes you have to throw a little bit of stuff in to be able yeah. to help yeah. yourself. But, well, let me ask you this because last year the Bears defense was the, was the, well, the year before they 2018 was the Bears D, 2019 was the New England Patriots. So, who are you picking to be the, the, the defense next year? Ooh. Oh, man. Hmm. <laughs> Man, there's been some top defenses. Yeah. If, Do you think the Niners keep it up? Do you think the Patriots I, are going to keep it up? The Patriots, I'm not too sure about because there is Devin McCourty. Um, I'm pretty sure he's possibly hitting free agency. So that, and he's a big piece to that defense. Not saying that they can't replace him, but um, I don't. I don't know if the Patriots can pull off another season like this again. I don't see them not being in the top 10, but I don't see them being number one. If anybody's going to have a run for the money, I really believe the Pittsburgh Steelers have a chance. The Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how about the this? Bills. How, how about that? Let's make it easy. Give me your top five. Top five. Who's going to be top five? Steelers, Bills, Bucks. Ravens and the Chiefs. Oh wow! No Patriots in the top five, huh? Top ten. Wow. What about the Vikings, man? How can you count them out? You said top five. All right. Vikings. They they haven't. I mean, they're not bad, but they've only been in the top five once, so and you, that was in 2016. All right. I I agree with you. With the I think Bucks will be a top five. Uh, well, yeah, because you like them. I do like them. Uh, <laughs> I think, but they're uh, good. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, the Ravens have always been competitive. They've always been there. So I, I'll say the Ravens. And I was dumb. I actually I had them um, beginning of the season, and they weren't doing too hot. Uh, they were. Wish yeah, they were. They were. They were sucking bad. And it was like week after week four. They they had those two negative two weeks and then they went up against the Steelers week five and I think that's when I dropped them and then they traded for Marcus Peters and then they went back to being into Goo Goo Gaga land uh-huh. and I was kind of upset about that so that's why I had to go right. grab the Steelers because I kind of screwed myself on that one but hey you live and learn um, don't quickly drop defenses especially top ones but right. um, who who's your top Five that you think well, is my, I'll be honest. You know, straight up top five, I would, uh, I would definitely put the Ravens. Um, got to put the Niners, man. They're up there because of, uh, well, I mean, Bosa for one, definitely. I mean, they, 
they were ranking like number one, number two against the pass on the run. I mean, they were just. Well, what well, what about Richard Sherman, man? He's getting older. You you can't be. I mean, there's times where he wasn't doing too hot. He was he couldn't handle um, keeping coverage. Oh, I know. Terry Kill had him going just like it was crazy. It was, <laughs> watching that Terry Kill just do some things to make him look silly, but you know Richard Sherman, yeah, he is older, but. I mean, I'm just taking. I'm just saying overall defense. I think the Niners were still holding the top five. Um, yeah, they they got a great defensive yeah. coordinator, so, Robert Sala. Yeah, so I say the Ravens, the Niners, obviously the Steelers are gonna. They've always, you know, they've always kind of been up there. Um, but um, I want I want to shake it up a little bit. You know, I want to throw two two teams up there that uh, I think uh, this is just because you know you know me. I'm being biased in a sense, but I think the Colts. The Colts defense didn't do terrible. Um, they got the they they got the maniac there, and you know plus bringing in D Houston in there. So I mean, mm-hmm. you know they're just you know they're just chucking along, man. I mean, they had forty one the- sacks, they had fourteen forced fumbles, uh, they had over fifteen interceptions. So I mean that that D you know did did do didn't do terrible, and I and I think. If they continue on the road and bring in, you know, because they've been talking about some of the guys they could bring in. They were talking about Josh Norman coming in there, so that would really improve our secondaries. Even though the Colts are soft to the run, I think that's their main weakness is the run. Um, you know, just got to solidify that, that that line or stop the run, but, you know, because the Maniac can't do it all. And Walker, the other linebacker, is not a bad linebacker either. So um, I'm just saying I think the Colts have a potential of being in the, in the top there. If they continue on theirs, and the other one is the Saints. I think the Saints have a great defense, um, and I think they really got a shot at you know because they didn't do terrible. I mean, they're they were like ninth or tenth in in, in, in the standings in the end there. And I'm not trying to mm-hmm. take anything away from like uh, the Patriots or the Bills or the Vikings, Rams. You know, they're they're these are all good, but these are just my top five. I gotta throw some uh, you throw some heat in there, you know. So I, I say the Saints, the Colts. With uh, the Steelers, Niners, and Ravens, those are those are my five. Not too shabby, sir. Yeah. Not too shabby. Yet. Those are good. <laughs> yeah. So overall, everybody, you know, just you know, you can play the game of matchups, or you know, you can be fortunate and have a team that you don't you don't have to really worry about um, that are pretty pretty solidified. Which you know, the, the Saints is they've always been good for the past couple of years. The Chiefs, pretty solid. Um, as trading for defenses, I would say um, if you you, you got to be sure uh, on who it is. And I, I'm not going to say, hey, you need to go get this defense. You're not going to hear that from me because every year it changes so dramatically. Because like I said, like the 2018, the Chicago Bears, best defense ever. And then this year, man, they dropped tremendously. I don't even know how far they fell in, in the race. Well, the problem with defenses is you have, I mean, like I, I mentioned about Richard Sherman, you know, got to think a defense is a full. There's seven. What's up? I'm sorry, not seven. Eleven guys out there, and if you know you got two or one of them, you know, move out or you know everyone gets older, things can change. Like you said, Bears one year top, then next year not so much. Yeah. So don't. Yeah. I wouldn't be going and trading for any defense. Um, but that the defense is one of those other types of things that. I said, like, first three or four weeks, find that team that's kind of showing they got something solid, and if they're out there and available, swoop them up. 
because um, it could be a solid defense yeah, right. for the whole season. All right, now we're going to go on to the, to the last thing is defensive players. So, uh, which is another goofy thing. I mean, and here's the thing about all this <laughs> stuff is all these, like, some, some, some don't even have defensive players at all. And some have full defensive roster positions, which we're not going to get that in-depth. Um, because it's not something we run. We, I'm not in any league where we run full defenses, uh, defensive players at every position. So, uh, like in ours, we use the IDP. You know, it's like a flex defensive player position. And so you can kind of put anybody in there. So we're not going to be able to hit on, like, for every certain position. Um, but at the same the time... The best position is linebackers. Yeah, it's, it's usually on the flex is usually linebackers and, and corners and that's really it and nobody else really you know gets all all that attention so which is strange I was looking at just looking at our league I mean the number one defensive player is a free agent right now he went like the mo- most the whole year as a free agent you know that right yeah Chandler Jones yeah it's because he's old I, I, I know in dynasty people don't like old players but um, well, and his scoring was just such up and down yeah. stuff. And that's the thing about defensive players because they'll have like a big two weeks and then nothing. But because of what they did in those two weeks, kind of sustains them and holds them at a higher level. So, I know but people... the best defensive players are on the best defensive teams yeah. most of the time. Well, yeah, most of the time. Like a, a guy that I held and I dropped and I should have kept him. And I feel I'm thinking, ah, I was Watt. I should have kept Watt from Pittsburgh. No. Yeah, I had him and I let him go, and then who goes? The goat sweeps in and gets him. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm kicking myself for letting him go. I mean, because Watt's a guy that you can—he's probably going to be good for another, you know, five, six years, and he's somebody you don't have to worry about. And that's what's nice about when you find that defensive player guy. He, he usually lasts a while because I know for a while there, I was I was using Cookley for I Cookley for about four for about a good four years until this year, you know. I mean, oh, and then you trade him to you for the beginning of the year, season, yeah. And then, and then I I dropped him, and then he retired. I think he got hurt. Yep. Uh, so my my thing is that's right. Yeah. So my my thing is you know if you find that player, keep him because like right now I got the maniac, and he's never going anywhere, man. That dude is with me till he retires. So um, I feel pretty confident. I don't really need uh, like I, I don't need two top defensive players I mean I do have I do pick up guys for for the bye week but other than that he's my he's my go-to guy yeah I'm never rolling with two defensive players ever unless it's a bye week quick throw in and then dropping them not keeping them yeah so uh, uh a guy that I picked up I was using um what's it uh Shaquille Barrett from the Bucks for a little bit and then I dropped him, and I was using Jamie Collins from the Patriots for a little bit. And then I stumbled on this guy. I'm um, talking about a young player, Fred Warner, for the 49ers. Now, that's a guy who's solid going into his third year. That's somebody I can hold on to and use. Yeah. Um, same, I tell you another guy that was pretty solid. He's been pretty solid. Is that Martinez from Green Bay? Uh, he, nobody talks much about him, man, but he's these past couple years he's he's been in the top 10 i mean he's not wavered from that so i mean he's definitely three four six yeah he's, he's definitely somebody to keep a hold of same with that uh um the from cleveland he's he's past couple years he's been pretty solid um 
a guy to get your hands on in, in these flex positions for defense. Corey um, Littleton from the Rams. Oh, I know. I had him too. I dropped him during the season too. And um, I've had him. I've had Joe Sherbert or yeah. Schobert. <laughs> Sherbert. <Yeah. laughs> uh, let's see. Who else? Yeah, Luke Keekley, but. Man, that guy retired. Yeah. That's always a bummer. And you have Smith um, from Dallas. He's a he's a he's a decent linebacker to to have. And then and you got use. a couple cornerbacks, uh, Logan Ryan from Tennessee. Uh, um, well, and you know, and here's some sleeper guy. He's a sleeper guy. I think he's gonna just get better and better. Is Bush Devin Bush from? Oh, uh, yep, from uh, Pittsburgh. So he might be somebody if he can, you know. Get him in a trade and move him over. I, I would, I would definitely uh, do that, man. I think uh, he's he's pretty solid. He's just gonna get better. He's young and uh, him and Devin White from the Buccaneers. Yeah, those two guys. Oh, for sure. Um, but my my point is on the defense. I like on a defensive player. I kind of like them better than a, a defense and a kicker because they have the potential of scoring pretty pretty good they can they can bring you some some big points and it's depending on what your guys' point system is in your league but i put more faith and trust in a defensive player than i do in a defense or a kicker um but overall all three are to me are just as important in winning a game because if you have a terrible defense and a terrible kicker i mean you're liable to throw up negative points on you i mean that's just killer Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's why I said you always you got you got to find that niche, and and then use them. So I, a lot of people are like ah, kickers, defenses, and defensive players. Why would you have them? Why don't we use them or whatever? But if you have them, I mean, why not try to get the best available or find someone, find players that can be? Because uh, if you want to win, you want to get over that hump. I'm telling you, you got to have a good defense. You got to have a good kicker. And you got to have a good defensive player. Because when you're in those championship games, you can't have these guys throwing up negatives on you or throwing goose eggs. Um, and you can't just not play somebody. Right. Because you lose, man. So mm-hmm. um, why not? So when it comes to defensive players, and I notice there's always, and it's and it's kind of like the defense. One year, one guy's at the top, and the next year, he's not at the top. Because I remember last year, I believe the top guy was, uh, was um, Adams from the Jets. And that guy was like, the, the top guy, the, um, that safety from the Jets, Adam, that's Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. There, I couldn't think of his first name. That guy was the number one fantasy player last year. And I remember mm-hmm. like a couple of years before that, it was that uh, um, he was the linebacker for the Colts. I can't forget his name. He was like the number one guy. And the next year he got cut from the Colts and never got picked up by another team. So um, I, I thought he did uh, perfect. I thought or no, uh, perfect. It was like Raquel or I can't think of his name. He got gotten cut. I can't remember. Well, he didn't get resigned or something. But man, the dude was like one of the best defensive players. And then the following year, nothing. And then the year after is when they drafted uh, Leonard. So, um, I, I, my, my, my only thing I want to say is we're just we're taking this little bit of time to talk about these players because um, they can win you games. They can help you. So. Um, take a little bit of time. Give them a little bit of love, man. Just uh, so you can make your team better. Um, but uh, I mean, I, under- I understand we didn't get into a whole lot of these 
defensive player guys because kind of almost self-explanatory. On and this will, pro- this will probably be the only time we are going to ever talk about kickers, defensives, and uh, <laughs> linebackers. <laughs> This uh-huh. this whole year, guys. So don't don't worry that this isn't something that's always going to be talked on a regular basis. Maybe beginning it like after the first, second, third week um, in the season, we'll give you guys another some quick guys to grab. Like I was talking about, kind of find those guys that are being consistent right at the beginning of the season, um, and that's where you kind of get those golden guys. Um, but like I said, this will probably this will be like the only time. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about these guys because they're they're not a fan favorite, but these guys will win you games and they can win you leagues. It's it happens, you know. Oh yeah, it's, sure. It's the little guys that that matter the most. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, what a we got our Facebook group um, out there. We're trying to get that to continue to grow. So if you guys got Facebook, uh, make sure you guys are looking us up, Keeper Kings. Um, and then obviously our podcast is anywhere um, that can be found. And I want to, this, uh, this summer, I'm going to get it set up. I want to start doing um, recording the podcast video-wise. Um, that way we can get another um, type of platform or version of our podcast out there. Um, be able to get that on our on the website or on YouTube. Um, it's kind of got an idea that I got in the works. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then next week we're going to be talking about our uh, final grade for our uh, fantasy teams that, uh, from last season. So kind of where we started and where we ended. And uh, that's where we're going, right? If I remember correctly. We're doing what now? The grades. Well, we're doing the, the grading next week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. So it yeah, we'll be doing guys... the... Oh yeah, we're just something to just to, to kind of show where we all ended up and what we you know, kind of some of the silly stuff we did at the beginning trades and and some of the you know kind of like oh man, why did I trade that guy or why did I make that move and how to end up where I'm at and just kind of give you guys an idea of where we were standing at and some of our that... leagues and um and this last season was a really strange season personally. I mean, guys that you thought should have been doing something was not and then guys that you didn't think were so it, it was definitely a, a different kind of season and we're going to be getting into uh, the combine and getting into breaking in these rookies and then we'll um, in probably about a month or so here in a couple weeks we'll really start to get some of these breakdowns of rookies yeah. um, and then once they get drafted we'll really start to get in on where these guys are at and what and, to do with them. And we'll try to keep up on the free agent moves and, you know, posting them and getting them out there. So, hey, move this guy, trade for this guy, go get this guy. Which I know and, you're, pretty, and, you're pretty good about it, Robbie. You're pretty good about getting that stuff out. So, Yeah, guys, I, I do have Instagram. Um, I am on Twitter. Guys, I'm very out there um, on the social media. Any anything that's major, uh, free agent wise, player wise, that's something that you need to know. Um, anything related that can affect your fantasy football team, I put it out there. Um, so make sure you guys are following me on Instagram and Twitter, um, Keeper King. I am's because I am's the Keeper King. <laughs> so it's really easy for you guys to follow along. Um, but yeah, we're we're just getting started. I'm very excited about this and. We're just going to keep moving along. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem, Jay. Thanks for coming on, and we'll see you guys uh, next week. All right, take care. Later.